pain tells a story. You know, when you when you're when you're in there, it's telling you a story. It's exposing weaknesses. And uh, another big thing is, I I honestly believe pain is an invitation for you to be successful. Alright guys, welcome back to the Be Better Mindset Podcast. I am here with Coach Corey, round two. Hello again. How much caffeine? A lot. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, a, so. a pot before I got here this morning, then what was in my pre-sup, yeah. plus, <laughs> plus the additional pill with the pre-sup. Oh my God. Um, you need to chill out. I'm good. I promise. Okay, so. I have probably got more caffeine and coffee than I do blood at this point. Oh my God. I don't even have... I didn't have my second coffee yet, so... <laughs> probably smart. <laughs> yeah. But we'd, I'm, be I'm, both, we'd both be sounding like a micro machine, man. I know. I'm more exciting when I'm caffeined up. You know, you're hyped up because yeah. everything is like brand new and just that's amazing, right? Yeah, dude, it's it's like that scene in what was what was that old movie Corky Romano mm-hmm. when he accidentally gets the the bag of like evidence coke in his face and he's just ah, 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 ah. oh god, everything's I don't know that one. It's but, yeah. horrible, we'll have, horrible we'll, '90s comedy. Yeah, okay, so we'll, you'll have to refresh me on the back end. Gotcha. Anyways, guys. We want to talk about the topic today. This is a really good one for us. And uh, the topic is where there is pain, we pay attention. And uh, it's a special topic because we a lot of a lot of what we see in here and out there as well is is people shy away from it. But there's so much of an advantage with pain. And we want to describe why you should move towards it and not away from it. And um, and uh, we want to give you also some practical reasons or, or ways that you can really start to kind of open towards this actual emotion because it's such a special emotion. So let's get started. Ready to party? Yes, sir. So uh, the, the, first, the first one, guys, is pain tells a story. You know, when, you, when, you're, when you're in there, it's telling you a story. It's exposing weaknesses. And uh, another big thing is, I, I honestly believe pain is an invitation for you to be successful. Mm-hmm. But it like dangles like a little carrot in front. It's like, hey, just a little bit more pain. Mm-hmm. Go through this. You solve. You solve me. You're gonna. You're gonna crush it. And that's. And that's how I look at pain. But most people, what do they norm- normally do when they see pain? Well, they run the other way. They run the other way. <clears throat> Dude, you were sharing that story earlier mm-hmm. with uh, with one of our members that w- really resonated well. I thought it was a huge nugget. I think it's going to mm-hmm. bring some value for um, for the audience today. Mm-hmm. Share that story real quick. Uh, absolutely. Is okay if I say his name? Yeah, I think okay. so. Perfect. Yep. So um, <clears throat> Jesse Hartlauer, the Hartlauer brothers have been with us for what five or six months now. Yeah, and they're absolutely crushing it, dude. Mm-hmm. Like they're like completely different people. Right. Um. So. I've uh, I was training you know training them in the four p.m. class one day and I noticed Jesse's got a new tattoo on his shin. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm a huge tattoo fan, so I was, I was like, oh, dude, that's 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 fresh, man. Like that's awesome. What does that mean? And he's like, he starts explaining it to me, and um, you know, it's a pair of lungs, and um, you know, it's they're superimposed to kind of 
double up with uh, boxing gloves, right. you know, and huge over the top. It says flinch forward. Exactly. And he starts explaining this to me, and he's like, when he was when he was you know dealing with a lot of stuff, surgery, health issues, and you know going through just a pure hellstorm, um, you know somebody I believe I can't remember if it was his sister or his mother, um, told him like, hey man, like you've got to flinch forward like a boxer, right. and started explaining that like fighters, you know they're not they're not trying to duck away from that pain, they're right. intentionally leaning into it. Exactly. You know, they're confronting it head on, mm-hmm. you know, and as soon as you brought this topic up, that's immediately what kind of came to my head yeah. was just like so few people have that attitude that, you know, they're, they're facing pain or struggle head on, mm-hmm. you know, people want to ignore it or, or run away from it. Or flinch away from it thinking yeah. that it's going to solve itself, right? Exactly. You know who who flinches forward really well that I think a lot of people would know is uh, Mike Tyson. Oh hell yes! Right, you never that you poor rarely man has been through hell. Yeah, but then it, I'm talking in terms of his fighting style, mm-hmm. right? He's not flinching backwards; mm-hmm. he's flinching side to side and sometimes forward to forward. And what's really unique about this method is it allows him to unlock an opportunity to knock people out. And if you guys don't know who Mike Tyson, look him up. He's knocked out so many people, right? The youngest heavyweight champion in the world, um, minus the ear biting, <laughs> but still, he still flinched forward, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Right? Who else is going to have the guts to do that to what? Was it Evander Holyfield? <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and you know what? Like, flinching forward, like, it's... If you flinch backwards, the opportunity to knock somebody out is not as effective. Exactly. Right? Especially if you're flinching so far backwards. I mean, if you're Muhammad Ali, you're trying to tire somebody out, maybe a little different. But if you want that opportunity mm-hmm. to really win, dude, you need to flinch forward. Absolutely. I mean, you you don't even really have to look at it just as, you know, from like an opponent standpoint mm-hmm. it can that can really stand for anything in your life like right. whatever obstacle or opponent is in your way you know they they throw a punch or th- throw an obstacle or a problem or something like that at you flinching is exactly what they expect mm-hmm. you flinching forward and coming at them harder that's going to throw them off guard and like yeah. you said that's your opportunity you've got that second where they're like yeah what the hell and mm-hmm. then and then you're gone bam they're gone Exactly. So I want to I want to put some practical kind of ways this can manifest in your life, and let's talk about fitness really fast because we have some new athletes that came in, and um, when we're moving really fast and we're getting really fit and we're doing things that you've never done before, there is a risk and there is a reward, and the risk a lot of times is you do get injured, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of times when people get injured, they just stop moving entirely. And I think it's one of the biggest mistakes that people make when they get injured. You know, and I have I have this evolving or I guess revolving joke that every every year I tweak my back once or twice. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I'm so good at analyzing and diagnosing before it even happens that it's it's so rare. You used to tweak it more, more often, or it would get to a really really bad point where I would be out for six months. Mm-hmm. Right, So in that event, when I did get injured, I doubled up on my knowledge. I was like, you know what? I can just stop moving, which is what most people would do. 
they're like, you know, I just quit. It's not for me. It's dangerous. And I want to challenge that because what's dangerous is lack of movement. What's dangerous is being um, ignorant of maybe I'm not moving the best or maybe I'm not recovering the best. Mm -hmm. So what each of those like injuries allowed me to really do is grow like I know more about the back I know more about my hamstrings I'm, I know more about recovery now because I went through it right and I see this classic mistake everywhere people just avoid it people just point fingers you know what I mean mm -hmm. they're just like you hurt me mm -hmm. like yeah I didn't make you lift that exactly I didn't make you lift that way either mm-hmm you know, it's normally when people are like turning around and they're just, they're, the ego sets in. Mm -hmm. They're not warmed up appropriately. They're not listening to their body. They're maybe hungover from Saturday. Mm -hmm. And they tweak their back. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. I mean, and even we as coaches, like, we're guilty of the same thing. Oh, yeah. Dude, like, the first time I, I've only hurt my back twice, both times, deadlifting. Right. Know? The first time. I just wasn't paying attention, warming up, mm -hmm. bam, popped the SI joint. Yeah. And same thing this most recent time. Like, <clears throat> last last rep, last set, I, I'll flat out admit my form is way off. Yeah. I just wanted to get that rep done. Right. So I, you know, I went against my own rule and mm -hmm. I broke form. I paid for it. Right. And there's nobody to blame but myself. Now here's what's even more interesting. What did you what did you do immediately after that? I set that bar down. I laid down on the ground, mm -hmm. and then I started to, like I hit up Nick. I hit up Ellis. Like I'm messed up, dude. Like I can't train. What can we start doing? And I started immediately trying to do things yeah. to rehab the area. And a lot of people would have thought like, okay. So, oh, it's your back, it's your back. And, you know, Nick and I putting our heads together, mostly Nick, admittedly, he was yeah. like, no, dude, it's something going on in your glutes, your hamstrings, probably your hips and abs, too. Mm -hmm. And we started addressing the real issue of the problem. And the first time I hurt my back, I was, I was out for a month. This most recent time, not even a week. Right, you know, and you just you recover so much faster because now you're flinching forward mm -hmm. instead of you're like you know what I'm gonna retract I'm gonna go watch Netflix and then mm -hmm. eat potato chips just to make myself feel better ain't gonna help it mm -hmm. right and here's also the other thing I never want to prevent that opportunity mm -hmm. that's why I smile a little bit because I like it does hurt to see people get hurt mm -hmm. and people push themselves all the way to the, to that point. But I don't want to rob them that experience mm -hmm. because what's made me really successful was a lot of pain points throughout my life. And here's a really, really good one. Financial pain, mm -hmm. right? Financial pain is a big one that I see with a lot of people and, and I'd never want to, I never want to rob them there because every time I felt broke, I was better in my finances. Mm -hmm. Every time I neglected to eat for, for, for weeks and months, I started reading more books. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm making money, but how come I'm losing money? So every time I got to that pain point, I learned a valuable principle that I now have for the past 10 years, okay? Well, people don't know for the past 10 years, I've been living on the same budget for the past 10 years. Mm -hmm. and, um, and it's a very, very, very... Um, 
powerful lesson for me because I used to not run like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And for instance, for you, same thing with your financial issues. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot of people know about that, right? Yeah. Can you can you explain what that financial growth was for you? Oh man, so being in the moving industry and stuff like that, like it was mm-hmm. all you know paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know that I've been homeless three times. Three times. I've lived in a storage unit. I've lived in my truck, and I've lived in rehearsal spaces. Yeah. Stuff you know, it's all just you know financial hardship. Right. Stuff, but. You know, just like with you, I made good use of that time. Yeah. There's, I've, I've, my dad had a, had a really good saying, there's no better teacher than a hungry belly or a hurt, you know, or a hurt limb. Exactly. Because cool. Like you're starving, go work, get some money. You won't be starving anymore. Cool. You're in pain. Go figure out why you're in pain. It doesn't matter what type of pain. It could be physical, mental, emotional. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah exactly. <clears throat> that's that's not a roadblock. That's just a speed bump. It's a dude. It's a serious invitation. Mm-hmm. It's I look at it as an invitation to succeed, but no one no one sees it, and it's what drives me to the bonker because I'm smiling. I was like, dude, it's presenting itself to you. Mm-hmm. It's just dangling the carrot to show you what absolutely is possible. The world didn't do this to you. Mm-hmm. You did it to yourself, and now you have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's so fun, man. I kind of, I guess a good way to reframe that is it's not that the world did this to you. The world did this for you. I like that. It's, it's a lesson. It's an invitation. Like, cool. You're you're getting a little too comfortable. Yeah. Let's see if you can level your game up. Isn't that you interesting? Know, it's and yeah. It's and it, it it absolutely worked. I mean, I've after all of that happened, you know, I was determined. I'm mm-hmm. never gonna let this happen again, and I've never let it happen again. Yeah. That's, I've been almost overly responsible with yeah. my money to the point where I was <laughs> you had to set me down when my piece like, of crap truck took it took a yeah. took a nosedive on me you're like dude just get a new car yeah exactly and guys like to be like uh cory probably at some points of his his life his he had more money in the bank account than i did right and um, it's because you've been so aware of where every dollar was spent and you only used your money for actual needs and never entertainment. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a valuable lesson, right? Now you're, now you're, now you're learning that over-budgeting mm-hmm. was painful too because now you're just dealing with this truck. You're losing your own self-time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, the dependability. And that pain was for at least six, seven months. Oh, yeah. Every yeah. time you guys saw me, what, what's wrong with it now? Yeah. Spark plugs, yeah. brakes. Exactly. I don't know. It's just leaking oil everywhere. Okay. And you know what? I didn't want to rob you from that pain either. Mm-hmm. I just waited till it actually got to a point where it broke down because I had the same thing. I had mm-hmm. a Mazda for eight plus years, you know, blew out my transmission. I literally put $2,000, 3000 $4,000 every single month and then I tallied it all up I was like I could have just bought a car mm-hmm. why can't I just buy a car right and uh, and it stuck with me so here's another thing guys if you know someone's going through pain 
allow it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Allow it. Like you have to allow it. You have to let it happen, because again, you're robbing them that opportunity for them to see it. Mm-hmm. You're robbing them of the lesson. You're robbing them of the lesson and the opportunity to see what they're really made of. Yeah, I'm not saying go go out there and just ignore them, mm-hmm. but be there and just. And, and here's the thing. I think we carry their pain, but why? Why would you want to carry their pain when you know something is so magical that's going to come out of this? Mm-hmm. And that's like the big lesson too, right? Because we all carry everyone's pains. I know a lot of parents out there have their kids going through some some major changes right now and mm-hmm. you're looking, you want to protect them from every single thing. But if you just look back and just ask yourself everything that my parents failed at, mm-hmm. I'm actually better for it. It's the same thing that's going to happen with your kids. It's going to same thing that's going to happen with your employees. It's going to same thing that's going to happen with your relationships. You just got to show, you just got to let them know, flinch forward, dude. Mm-hmm. Freaking flinch forward. Right? 100%. Yeah. And it's a, it's hard love. Like people can perceive it an entirely different way what do you think they would perceive it as oh that's you know you're just a hard ass you don't care like you're cold and insensitive Mm -hmm. like especially like anybody who knows me like I know I come across super cold stuff like that but anybody who knows me well knows that's the complete opposite Opposite, yeah like I I get I get to the point where I care so much that I have to put up these walls because otherwise I will intervene you know, I'm that first person, you know, that's exactly, you know, I'm always going to be that dude that freaking tries to fight somebody for almost running over one of our athletes. It's like, all right, no, you're not going to mess with my people. But in the last few years, like, especially since coming out to Vegas and, you know, meeting you guys, it's, you know, I've kind of learned that like, I don't, I can't save everybody from everything and I don't need to because Mm -hmm. if if not for all of the crap and all the hard situations, all the pain that I've been through, I wouldn't be who I am. I wouldn't be where I am. Yeah. So why would I want to try to rob somebody of that same opportunity to see what they're made of and become a better and a stronger human being? Yes, and that's 100%. And you know, it's such a big mindset shift. Inaction is actually action sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know I, talk, I talk a lot about massive action, but inaction and like robbing them from their karma mm-hmm. is actually action if you can think that far ahead. And if you're so in like in the present and understanding of yourself of how you were created, it becomes like something that's inaction all of a sudden becomes action. But no one can see that far ahead. Dude. Yeah. They're just they're just thinking from paycheck to paycheck. They're just thinking pain to pain, you know? And um, but if you take care of yourself you know, you're constantly learning from your pain thresholds. You will see that you just kind of just pulling back and letting them experience that pain and evolving through that pain is actually the kindest thing you can do. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite of what you thought was. Mm-hmm. It's actually caring, right? Agreed. Um, man, it's it's it, like I so so guys. If you guys are gonna take anything from today, when that pain is 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 showing up really start to pay attention grab your note paper like let's give them some practical ways that they can actually understand this pain so they can 
they they have tools instead of just grabbing the Cheetos mm-hmm. and the six pack of beer. What are some things, Corey? Oh man, <clears throat> so whew, learn new things, man. It, yeah, like everybody they. It's like we were just talking about before we you know we started doing this one like starting researching yeah figuring out where this pain is coming from even if you're not a reader mm-hmm. there's this brand new invention called YouTube it's not just for funny it's videos ridiculous. it's not just so. for gym fail videos there are literally millions and millions of videos how on to. the exact thing that you're going through yeah. how to deal with it like What's how you should feel? How to process this, these things? Yeah. Solutions. Okay, I hurt my back. What might the real problem be? How do I fix it? Exactly. Right. Like every human being is absolutely, yeah. absolutely, a hundred million percent has the ability to heal themselves, to yeah. fix themselves. You don't need anybody else to do it for you. It's, it's just a matter there, of yeah. like flinching forward leaning into it like all right what's going on here how do i prevent this from happening again exactly right or how do i get out of it there's ways to do that too Mm -hmm. right um another thing is i think it's underrated is asking for help 100 percent. right i mean don't ask for a handout there's a huge difference there's a difference of a handout and be like yo how did you get out of it exactly a hand up is not meant to be a handout right it's exactly. meant to be temporary just to help you get up out of that hole mm-hmm. or start getting yourself out of that hole yes. then you climb the rest of the way. Yeah, 100%, man. And, um, dude, research, ask for help, do the, just, just pay attention. You know, avoid, avoid buffering, mm-hmm. avoid complaining, avoid, Geez, just grabbing that booze or that weed or just something that's going to neglect you from leaning into it. Exactly. Like, you got to be present. Exactly. You Don't numb to. it out. Don't numb know? it out. Like, the only way out is through. Mm-hmm. You know, or one of my favorite sayings ever, historically, uh, Winston Churchill. If you're going through hell, keep going. I love it. So, guys, that was uh, jam-packed full of nuggets I hope it really changed your perception of pain. It's why I smile through it, because it's such a gift. And um, if you guys like, if you guys like this episode, share, subscribe, look out for episode three. We're doing twenty-one, like I said. Um, if I don't, you can punch me in the juggler. <laughs> oh, okay, that's somebody, the deal. Somebody is gonna hold you. I know. Bad. I'm someone's. Bum. I'm like, oh, what happened? It's like you missed episode five. And I'm like, oh. Well, that's it, guys. I'll see you guys later. Be better. See you guys. Peace.